All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Golf Balling Podcast, episode number 89. I'm your host, Jackson. You're my two co-hosts, Sean and Nick. Hello, boys. Well, great to uh, great to be here virtually with you, boys. Great to be here virtually with both you gentlemen here. Thank you. So a lot to unpack today. The golf season's officially started. Has it? I feel yeah, like I thought, it started a I, while ago. I thought, yeah. you didn't, I thought you said it didn't start till waste management. But yeah, that's this week. Golf season started. Uh, it I misunderstood. I thought you were saying this last weekend started it. but Well, I changed my mind <laughs> <laughs> to, to confuse you. Yeah. <laughs> you definitely got him there. You got him. I would say it's the first tournament so far of, of the 2021 calendar year nice. where... A lot of people watched golf. I a mean, lot of big names. This this tournament was a fucking content bonanza. There, there was just so much that went down that that needs to be unpacked. I think we're gonna say this is the the real U.S. Open. I think we're gonna walk away from the tournament saying this this was it. Um, cancel so the one in June. Is this Patrick is Reed now a two time major champion? He is, I guess. Congrats to, to Patrick Reed on winning his second uh, major championship, his first U.S. Open. Um, I, I don't think that's going to be a well received take. <laughs> I can't imagine why. Yeah, I don't know. Mm. One by four shots or five shots. Kind of destroyed the field. Um, so, I mean, no matter what, he could have cheated five more times and it still um, doesn't matter. Yeah, I mean, there's no way around it. He played some fantastic golf. His his short game is fucking unbelievable. Like he's a fantastic golfer. I think, yeah, he's he's, he's a <laughs> I think he's, I'm... he's a scrappy golfer. But like I saw, so he gained like nine sh- shots on the field. I thought you were about to say nine pounds because I wasn't. I was. I would have believed that stat as well. He kind of <laughs> looks a little more chunky, but I feel like that's the move is to get a little bit slimmer. Slimmer. I thought he looked chunkier too, and then I, we got that text from our friend Johnny saying he looked like he lost weight. I, I didn't see that at all. I feel like he got a little chunkier, but like I think that's the move is to get chunky. I think that's the move. You see Bryson. Well, I think he used. To, I think he's just getting back to peak normal. form. Yeah, because mm-hmm. you know Masters win. His streak before that, he was a little bit on the chunkier side. He lost a little bit of weight. Kind of forgot about him for a little bit. Everyone started to hate him a little bit less. Felt like kind of leading up to this weekend, no one even gave a shit about Patrick Reed. And um, I I think, well, it was more, uh, let me reword it. The last couple of months have been more hating on Bryson rather than Patrick Reed. Patrick I- Reed's been a little out in the media. I forgot about Patrick Reed last year. Like I, I really legitimately forgot about the guy because um, I've been kind of rooting for him. I, I think I'm a, a Patrick Reed fan. I think wow. I, I think after this tournament, I think I might be a Patrick Reed fan. I, I would love to see if there were fans at events right now, like with with all of the cheating allegations against Patrick Reed, he would just be getting ripped apart by any gallery. Brilliantly dumb was there. He would he would let it rip, no doubt. Yeah. I, I'm 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 more of a Patrick Reed fan now. I think kind of just at the end of the day, you know what? If you're gonna Sean, Sean, take us through the whole ruling stuff. Yeah, I I yeah. think both me and Jackson. You know, I wasn't. I heard about it, but I didn't really go too much into detail. 
I knew it was about fluffing his lie or something. No, like yeah. That. So, do you do you want to give the the viewers a for the viewers, not for me and Jackson, because we're both very. Well I, I don't. I don't need it. I don't need it. You need it. But for yeah. The viewers. So I actually, I actually did discuss this with a former PJ Tour player earlier today. Oh. Oh um, wow! Subtle brag. Wait, was it Tiger Woods? It was. Yeah. How'd you know? Oh, um, but so essentially, if you didn't see what happened, so. Patrick Reed hit a ball uh, left on 10 and nobody in the group saw it bounce. He didn't see it bounce. The, there was a volunteer standing nearby that said it didn't bounce. And, and the video of the shot showed that it clearly did bounce forward. And Patrick Reed said before he even got to the ball, like if it did bounce, then it's not embedded. So he gets up to his ball and since the volunteer told him it didn't bounce, he, he goes to check it uh, to see if it's embedded. You know, he, he pulls up his ball without, without calling a rules official over, sticks his fingers in the, uh, the grass and the mud for a while. He's, he's fiddling around for a bit and then takes his ball, moves it like 10 feet away, and then finally calls a rules official over. So then... All the rules official can do at that point is stick his hand in the ground and feel whether or not there's a little lip in the dirt. Like, that's the only way to tell whether or not the ball's embedded. Mm-hmm. And the tricky thing about it is, like, I mean, obviously Rory did the same thing on 18. When his ball bounced, he, he took relief. And Patrick Reed and, did tweet, tweet about that on his burner and his real account. Yeah, that's that's a whole other story. But... The tricky thing is, like, technically the way he did do it is allowed. It's just, I mean, people are, it's not even even that. It is is technically allowed because of the, like, pace of play concerns. Although most tour players would wait for a rules official. I think it's just the thing, since he was, like, sticking his hand in there for so long, people think he just pushed down the dirt himself. And, you know, with, with Patrick Reed's uh, track record, it wouldn't necessarily be surprising. And he essentially, I mean, he, he put the rules official in a situation where his hands are completely tied. Like, the rules official only had two choices at that point. It's either to penalize Patrick Reed for picking up his ball or just to agree that what he did was legal. And they so always agree it's legal, usually. Did he pick it up and move it? I'm can. No. Yeah, because so with an embedded ball, you're you are allowed to put a tee down and pick it up. And the thing that people think is that he should have right away seen that the ball wasn't embedded and immediately replaced it. But he didn't. He didn't do that. Do you know what? This is the golf shit that pisses me off to the fucking extreme. And you know what? I am a Patrick Reed fan. I I fucking hate. You know what? I was in a similar situation to Patrick Reed where, you know, you get accused of cheating and then the next day you come out and you win the fucking tournament. And this happened in club golf and it happened like after the tournament was over. And I'm like, I won the tournament by 10 shots. There should be no like and they're like, oh, well, he I remember he moved a ball or something. And I'm like. Why? Why don't you address it? I'm just sick of the fucking you know what? If he would have won by one shot, I get it. People will be like, oh, fuck, it did Patrick Reed win? But he fucking won, and this is just bullshit. I'm just, fuck golf, man. We just need to get, like, normal, casual rules. There, if there was no cameras there, it would have been a fucking embedded ball. Nobody saw the fucking ball bounce, right? Except the fucking camera. So fuck this. Fuck it all. 
But I'm fucking done the, with at golf. The same, I'm not at watching the same time, anymore. At the same time, the ball clearly wasn't embedded. He said you're, it himself that that, he said himself that ball couldn't have been. Yeah, no, he, he had the right to check. I'm not denying that. But yeah. he said himself that ball couldn't be embedded. If it bounced, but he didn't see it bounce. But the ball did bounce. So by that logic, but when it, he picked him up the ball. standing there, he doesn't know the ball bounced. He didn't know. He, did, he thought the ball didn't bounce because the person who was he, there said it didn't. When he picks up that ball, it's pretty clear that it's not embedded. And I think that... You know what? It, let it, let people fuck their lies. I okay, fuck that. They were already playing the ball up. <laughs> it's, it's not even a concern about this specific thing. It's just a concern with Patrick Reed as a whole. He's just constantly trying to see what he can get away with, like what rules he can bend. I mean, at the end of the day, golf's a game of integrity, and he just doesn't have it. That's the most, you know, that's the most bullshit. You know, I fucking hate the golf's a game of integrity. Then why do we see every every fucking, you know, if golf's such a game of integrity, then why do I go to every fucking country club and caddy for any fucking person and you see them shoot 95 and they say they shot 85? So fuck this golf is a game of integrity bullshit. Not yeah, but you're also PGA you're also tour. comparing yeah you're comparing a guy that shoots 95 to the PGA Tour. I get player. it. I I just like this whole. I think the whole thing I'm more pissed about is like the camera saw it, but like the people there didn't see it. And I feel like the whole thing with the who the LPGA whoever called it was it the LPGA or was it Phil who moved their ball mark and somebody called in at home and got it. Whatever that was. Oh, yeah. Oh, that was, I think that was LPGA. <laughs> Wasn't that Lexi Tom? Was it Lexi yeah, Tom? Like, th- that's the stuff that, yeah. It, like, I'm like, the camera, here's the thing is you have to play the game. There's no instant replays as much in golf, right? Like, their camera. Well, it, they do. And that's kind of why it's there and they don't utilize it. I'm just saying, like, the ball, I don't know. I just, I, I just play. I just, I Patrick Reed shouldn't have picked up the ball. Probably, I mean, but also at the same time, I bet a lot of guys will do the same. Like Rory did the same fucking thing. Probably why did even? Why did even Rory didn't call for an official? Why? Why did Patrick Reed even call for an official? If he if he didn't call for an official, then I don't even know if anyone would have freaked out. And you didn't even watch it. If he, yeah, if if Patrick Reed doesn't call for an official, it's not not as big of a story. The only reason Rory's thing was a story is because Patrick Reed's was. But, like, I would say 98% of tour players would not have considered that ball embedded. Like, most of the. No, most tour players. Most tour players are out there respecting the rules. And when you have a guy like Patrick Reed with a track record of not doing that, it. It's gonna I think I think there's a lot of tour players that don't respect the rules. They're all trying to use the rules to their advantage. And you like you saw with Bryson with that one drop at was it the Memorial Tournament where he was like, oh, like whatever the out of bounds was, and that they always try to use. I don't care. Yeah, and that should stop. It's on the PGA Tour. They. They let it happen every time. Then the let's the get PGA a players can do whatever they want. Every single group and every every time there's like any it, type of ruling, they should just be won't right even there. do anything because it. That's the whole point. That's the whole issue about all of this. Is it's not even so much, just because it's it, what made it so too many crazy. No, what made it so crazy is because it's Patrick Reed. But whether or not it was Patrick Reed, it's still a like. I mean, you can go back to a whole bunch of times where this happens. And it's pretty much like player Patrick Reed. You're putting, like Sean said, you're putting the official in a position either to penalize 
like Patrick, like the officials work for the players. So they're not going to penalize the player. They're going to just cover the tour and the tours continuously gets their asses covered. And that's the whole issue. You even saw there like Patrick Reed for like 90 seconds. His back is clearly like he, the he's block. He knows exactly where the camera is. He's blocking the camera and playing in the grass. And you can't even, you have no idea. But I'm, the whole I'm, thing is let's create a t-shirt. Let PGA tour players play in the grass. Rory McIlroy said he know he knew for a fact like the ball was embedded. Like he 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 knew the ball was embedded, so he took his relief. He didn't even go to Sabatini. He told Sabatini he didn't go to any or yeah Sabatini. He didn't tell any official. Patrick Reed didn't know if it was embedded or not. It's just a whole. And it's he just checked. a whole issue. He checked. He was but practicing he, for Justine later that night. Um. He he cheated. I yeah. Probably back, he probably. Back to what cheated. you were saying about like the PGA Tour players. Have you seen like you probably haven't, but have you seen Lanto Griffin's comments on this or Xander Shoffley? Uh, I heard Xander's was like, you know, that's like uh something about a boys being like lock. I don't know something yeah, about Zan- locker rooms. Xander saying Xander straight straight up saying that everybody on tours pissed. Lanto saying that. Um, Anyone else would have done the opposite in that situation. It's and then he said, "quote It's it's tough to see. It's sad. Kind of pisses us off, but it's the way it is. Hopefully, something changes and comes to a conclusion." Like I, clearly, nobody else agrees with what was done there. I get it. I get it. I guess I'm. I just I'm, I'm feeling bad for Patrick Reed. I think that's kind of where I'm, I'm getting my his sympathy. And maybe our situations aren't really similar whatsoever. Um, like you, you didn't even watch. He was a douchebag. <laughs> like, I know. I'm, I'm this, the to, official I comes up the, and he's like, he's building. like, the guy's like, can I check the ball? And Patrick Reed's like, well, what else are you going to do? Like, yeah, no shit. What else is he going to fucking do? Bag? I fucking hate rules officials because they're just waste yeah. time. I just think if you're uh, just then, get a rule. But to go even further about him being a douche, the fact that he and or his wife are hopping on a fucking burner account. <laughs> Like responding to every tweet they possibly can is just fucking pathetic. Called protection. It's called protection. Protect the name. That burner account has also been directly attacking PGA Tour players. That's what I like. No, that's perfect. It's scummy. There's no. I kind of, I kind of like that too. I kind of like the scumminess. I, I think this is. You know what? This is. This is perfect for the game of golf. This is what golf needs. Um, It is what golf needs, and and I. I like Reed even more after this win as well, but the whole cheating thing is not. It's more of a large scale tour issue that I, needs I just think to be addressed. And um, I think there's he, Patrick Reed got caught in this instance, but I, he didn't cheat. Like he, you didn't even the, watch it. You don't even know what you're talking about. You didn't even watch it. Yeah. How, Did like, you watch ninety <laughs> percent? I watched almost all this tournament besides that moment there, Jackson. But, okay, how? <laughs> how do you prepare for a podcast where we know we're talking about this and you don't watch the fucking video of it? Dude, it's I just didn't watch the video, and I I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I probably will have a different feel for this. I'm just saying, like you definitely will. No, I I just think of like the Tiger video of like where he was at the waste management and he got like a group of people to move a boulder for him, and I'm like that like that shouldn't be fucking allowed, but that's allowed under the rules. Is it was a a move 
a movable obstruction. He was able to move a fucking one ton town pound boulder, so he was able to hit a shot. That's not fucking fair. The boulder's there for a fucking reason. It's not like a little pebble where you can move it out of the right way. It was this big fucking boulder. But he was able to move it. I would be pretty pissed if somebody, like, if Jackson hit it. It's like hitting it behind a bush. But he fingered a fucking golf ball for a little bit. He won the fucking tournament by five shots. End of fucking discussion. Yeah, but once again, it all comes down to his track record. He has a track record of bending the rules. That's why people are upset. And you know what? Yeah, he did win the tournament by five shots, and you've got to give him credit there. Like that is impressive well, to, do that with, to do that with to do that with this weekend. Yeah, or to all do week, that with sorry. all the controversy stirring. Like that's that's very impressive, and there is something to be said for that. Maybe, but... maybe he did this on purpose. Yeah, he could. Yeah, I, I don't. I what if he did I don't this? Think on, like, we get his name because we we've talked, talked about we this. Talked we've about talked about. We've talked about this that Patrick Reed thrives when he's getting hated on, and I don't think that if he's not getting hated on, he does well. Like if he doesn't have a chip on his shoulder, I don't think he like he he's irrelevant. Yeah, he he has always needed that chip on his shoulder. And if he's I, not uh, a douchebag, he's an irrelevant golfer. Yeah, I'm, in the I'm just sport. I'm kind of becoming a Patrick Reed fan, and I've always hated him. I love it. I love I, it. I love I, what I saw, he's doing. I saw a tweet. Though. I saw a tweet. Do you remember when Nike ran that ad with Tiger where it said like winning takes care of everything after like some of the controversy? Yeah, yeah. I saw a tweet that was like one of Patrick Reed's sponsors, like Clubworks or whatever fucking club brand he's using these days, should run that same ad with oh my with God. Patrick Reed. I love it. I I love the fucking Here's the thing is I won't be I wouldn't be surprised if he did that on purpose. Like he fingered the golf ball on purpose so that he would spark controversy that this gets his name because like think about this. We didn't we didn't hear any Patrick Reed cheating stories as much last year. Didn't play like I mean I, I forgot about Patrick Reed, but now oh. I'm excited. Right? Like But he did it on purpose. I mean, That's my No uh, but no one knew it was gonna be in like he wouldn't have known on the tenth hole that this was gonna be such a controversy. And what didn't he birdie like the next four holes after it? Probably a big fuck you. He's like, I'm done. He's like, I'm he's probably playing the course like fuck, I have to deal with this bullshit once I get off the course. He probably did cheat. Probably like I just think there's too many like just let him fluff their lies a little bit. Why not? The PJ Tour or, fluff or lies. just or just don't. <laughs> or don't. Yeah, no, probably not. Um, I'm a fan of don't. Lift clean in place. I mean, they were playing fucking lift clean in place. <laughs> oh, were they? Uh, it, I think it might have been fairways only, but yeah, for most yeah. of the week they were. I I take back some of the stuff I said. I kind of came out a little hot. Um, I don't want the reputation of me supporting a cheater. Um, to be out there, but hey, I do support Patrick You gotta Reed. support your own kind. Yeah, cheater support for <laughs> cheaters. Cheater support, we stick together, guys. You know what, that can be our new golf balling t-shirt. A picture of Nick and Patrick Reed, and it just says cheater support. support cheaters. Cheater support cheaters, boys. <laughs> I think the fans would love it. Yeah, no, I agree. You'd, you'd get your face on a shirt, it's a win-win. I agree, I agree. Winners love, I mean, cheating takes care of everything. I need publicity is good publicity. <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> Take it from Patrick Reed. Yeah, I mean. Also, Jackson, I love how I sent you a Patrick Reed meme about him cheating on like Friday, and then this shit happened Saturday. Oh really? Yeah. I was I was out of commission all weekend. I wasn't really 
focused. So I, I don't even know what you're talking about. I was like in bed one night and I just was like, I want to make a meme that says. Like, you made a meme. Yeah, it was like I, it said like whoever says cheaters never prosper uh, was clearly wrong, and it was just a picture of Patrick Reed putting on the green jacket. <laughs> and then this shit happens like the next fucking day. <laughs> I mean, just like I feel like it's like every six months there's I know, but some I feel like allegations this... about Patrick Reed cheating. I personally feel like this situation is like less than some of the other like. The moving the ball in the sand, like, yeah, that, that, that wasn't but, a good look. It's the accumulation of the stuff. Like, I agree. The way, I the agree. way he handles it, like, he's such a fucking prick about it. I agree. I agree. But at the end of the day, you know, in 15 years from now, 20 years from now, I mean, I mean, he's, he's got trophies, right? Yeah. yeah. I, I, think his, I think his record's scarred forever. Uh, I do I do want to give the PGA Tour credit, though. They did a great job. They this was like one of the first times I've ever seen the tour be fully transparent about this situation. Like they were posting articles about like what happened, what the ruling was. I mean, obviously they're gonna stand by their rules official. And whether you agree with that or not, like they, they were actually transparent for once. So that was that was cool to see that progress from the tour. So should we give a shout out to the PGA tour? Yeah. We're not we're not very positive about the PGA tour on this podcast, but I think we gotta give credit where credit's due. Also got a shout out CBS, um, particularly their announcers. Um, I kind of, I kind of like it from yeah, what I've he, seen, I mean, from what I've heard. It was it pretty was wild. It was pretty wild to see the announcers like actually calling him out. Yeah, they're like something's something's not right. Like this isn't right. <laughs> like something's going on here. And the funny thing is, is in the old days, like last month two months ago whenever this would have happened i guarantee you they would have cut out of coverage like every any chance they get they gotten they could have gotten they they would have taken it they didn't really do it no so they kept it rolling i watched the quick synopsis i skimmed through it i saw him finger the golf ball i think he was just practicing for justine later that night like i really don't think there's any i don't think he was trying to cheat i think he was really just like how do i please my girlfriend and or his wife and was just thinking about that on the course got a little turned on by how deep no but how deep like the the grass was like probably probably a little down anyway he was he was probably just practicing it's a really gross thought. I don't like thinking about Justine in that way. Yeah, I don't hate her. She's just a repulsive woman. Mostly because of her personality, but... There's a lot to take away from this tournament, though, as well. I mean, again, like Patrick I said... Patrick really good at golf. He's going to win the U.S. Open. I mean, I, I, I mean, book it. I, if anybody else won this tournament that was, like, a high name, like, if... John Rahm would have won. We would have been saying all the headlines would have been like, "Oh, John Rahm's going to win the U.S. Open," bullsh- like that type of stuff. Because Tory Pines, but no one's going to be like, "Oh, Patrick Reed's going to win" because he, he cheated his way f- to a victory. I think that sucks. But yeah, it uh, it would have been cool to see Finau finally get it done this week. Never will. I don't think. I think that guy's. Yeah, cursed. I, I, I honestly think, he think he's either. cursed. Yeah, the uh, the three putts on ten and fourteen were absolute killers. But I mean, he still did shoot sixty nine on Sunday, which, given the conditions, was a pretty solid round. Yeah, great for him. He saw saw. Uh, I mean, Victor Hovland had a chance as well, but I don't know if you really? saw his missed two footer. Um, Damn. I believe it was seventeen. Like, it was legitimately twenty four inches, and he just completely missed the cup. 
It happens. It, it was one. It, it was one of the yippier strokes I've seen. It it happens, and it's probably the worst. I think that might be one of the worst feelings in the world is missing any putt inside like two feet, not even three feet, but two feet. Two right. different. It's it's just another thing he and Morikawa have in common. They can't make short putts. And that's why they will be irrelevant for a couple more years till they figure that out. And Kamurakawa's win, his major win, was completely flawed. And you guys don't like that take, but I stand by it. I guarantee you, does nothing all year. Guarantee. I, I wouldn't be same with Matthew Wolf. They're not going to do anything all year. I think Morikawa and Hovland are too good of ball strikers not to do anything. I mean, obviously they both have short game concerns, but I think they'll figure that out. I disagree with you on the more or on the Matthew Wolf, but I kind of agree with you on Morikawa. I don't think he's not going to do like anything. I just don't no, think he's going to be extremely yeah, relevant. Like, I, I don't, don't think... mean. I just mean wins. Yeah, I, I, I think Wolf I just will don't get a winner. Some, I, I think Wolf's too good. Uh, uh, Zalatoris is the guy to watch out for. That kid. That kid is going to get a win. Yeah, very yeah. Soon. We haven't had a Will Zalatoris conversation in a I, while, but. Uh, Props to our boy, T7 this week. Um, He's tour carded up. He had, like, one of the most impressive rounds ever at Torrey Pines by hitting just one fairway. I think that is. And still that, should their par. That eagle on 18 on Sunday was pretty electric. I mean, just ice in the veins. Ice in the veins coming from the rookie. He hit, like, a three-wood, landed it kind of middle of the green, and it just kept feeding right to the pin, left himself like a three-footer for eagle. Wow. I want to read the stat from Sean Martin because Will Zalatoris shot 71 on the south course today while hitting just one fairway. From 2010 to 20, only five players had a round where they hit one fairway on the south. Their scoring average was 76.8. None of them broke par. Well, yeah, another thing was, I mean, the rough over the weekend was extremely long and thick. It's kind of damp, tough to play out of. Like that, That's super impressive. But uh, real quick side note, Nick, for, a, mm-hmm. for I mean, you're a huge Will Zalatoris fan. Yeah, no doubt about that. I gotta say, I've never seen you spell his name properly. No, I, I have dyslexia, so it's you always that... you always write Zalatorius, and it just makes me laugh every time because he's like one of your favorite players, and you just can't spell his name. Z l a t o r i s. Z l a t o r i s. Is that it? Yeah, but you instead of IS, you always do IOUS. You know what happens is autocorrect. I will blame autocorrect for a lot of my mistakes, especially via text, because like I'll type like don't and it'll correct to like don't like something like completely different. I get pit. I, I hate autocorrect, but I still have it on because I still can't spell. But Zally's gonna win a tournament this year, if not two, if not the U.S. Open or the Masters. It's a bold take for a PGA Tour rookie. Yeah. He's not a rookie in my book. He's an experienced veteran. Well, that's just not true. No, but I think he's a good like I I He's a very talented rookie, but he's a rookie. Yeah. No, I, I get that. Rookie of the year award. Give I him mean, his yeah, he's got a good chance at rookie of the year, no doubt about that. Um, yeah. Here's some and then you saw the Adam Scott, the pink uh, autoflex shaft. I don't know if you guys know much about this. I saw Rick Shields make a video about it. Yeah, I read a uh, a whole Jonathan Wall article about it. First of all, that shaft is seven hundred and ninety dollars. Yeah, well, that is fucking on the absurd. cheap on the cheap side there. Yeah, but um, it's it's like so much. It's so different compared to any other shaft you see on tour. It's like. I don't know, 57 grams that he's playing that shaft at. Most tour players play probably 70. 
Um, but my favorite thing about that shaft, actually, I have a few favorite things about that shaft. Uh, so it's, it's a Korean company and they have, they talk about their KHT technology and KHT stands for Korea hidden technology. So I love that. I their love term, that. Their term is Korea hidden technology technology. i think that's fucking hilarious and then i also loved that a an autoflex representative came out and was just like yeah uh adam scott needs to change the swing weight and then he'll be good (laughs) like he's telling adam scott how to like set up his shaft Hey, maybe text that to him, you know, <laughs> maybe not over social media or like to a reporter. Just maybe, maybe text him. Yeah. I just, I thought that was hysterical. But... So I, I saw Rick Shields make a video about it and he basically explained that like, I don't know why people would use this shaft because it, it's super expensive. I understand the point of it. Like it's supposed to be a shaft like anyone could use and it's supposed to give you more like distance but yeah so the shaft is just made to have like a century essentially the shaft generates extra lag like it almost plays like a softer flex shaft um but because this korea hidden technology technology it's supposed (laughs) to it's supposed to tighten the dispersion a little bit did not do that for and i can tell you that he finished 111th in driving accuracy this week but and he, his his driving distance was impressive. And he had a pink and black driver shaft, so that's Mark Mark went down. Maybe save that I for like it. a wide. I kind of I kind of liked the pink though. Yeah, I, I gotta be it. honest. I think of Bubba, it made me think of Bubba, and I was like, what? At first, I had to. I looked at him like, oh my god, is he using that pink? Because I saw I just saw the video from Rick uh, Rick Shields, and I was like, is that the same shaft? Is he actually using that on tour? And then I had to go look it up, and I'm like, I never thought this day would come. I didn't think anybody in the PJ Tour would actually use that just based off of like did a you field hear like did you hear like why he had the shaft? His his wife bought it for him? No, his like dad was using it. <laughs> really? And, yeah. So he was just like, Oh, I want to try one of these. So he like already had some of the shafts and then he reached out to the company after and was just like, Hey, can I get some more to test? But he just followed in his dad's footsteps there. That was just very I was a little dumbfounded when I saw that. I was uh, maybe next week. Maybe the waste management he could put into play if he's there, but I don't know. I think maybe take it out, go back to something else. I I wouldn't be surprised if he tries it for another week. Uh, yeah. Messes around with the the swing weight settings a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Jackson, do you have any do you have any swing weight comments, Jackson? Um, I like the pink. I like the pink. <laughs> I think that's the next shaft that Jack. I, I think Jackson, you would love that shaft. To be honest, I think yeah. we should reach out to Autoflex and get Jackson one of those shafts just because of the colors. Yeah. And you know what? If it generates that extra distance for you, perfect. I'm surprised Bubba doesn't even have that. I, I'm surprised Bubba doesn't have that in his shaft yet. Because like, first off, pink driver that, and then the amount of lag that he would probably get from from that would be insane. Is he playing in tournaments? Is Bubba alive? Yeah, he's been playing. I thought I'm pretty sure he had like a top t- or top ten or top five relatively recently, mm. uh, but I I don't really remember. I haven't paid too much attention to what Bubba was doing. 
again, didn't realize he was still playing golf. Another now, one of guys. Uh, Nick, you also you also wanted to talk about another another Rory topic. Oh yeah, other than the embedded ball on eighteen. Yeah, the bullshit. So, I'll let you. Uh, I'll let you get into that. Yeah. So Rory made a comment saying that he plays the uh, worst ball scramble, where you play two balls and you play your worst ball, and that he's not happy unless he shoots under par. And that's I just not, think that's a load that's of bullshit. Not, that was not the quote. That's that not, wasn't the quote. What was the it? Quote was that if he shoots around even or lower, he knows he's playing well. Yeah. And I, I don't know how that riled you up. I, yeah, it's I don't, actually. <laughs> I mean, Tiger used to do that to practice, and Tiger I don't used think to Rory, shoot like first ball sixty sevens. The problem is, I just don't believe Rory. Well, just yeah, seeing the way he's played. If, if yeah. this if this story he's changes only won I mean, a couple majors. If this story changes anything for you, I used to work with this kid, who uh, was a fellow D three golfer, and you know he was a pretty good one. Probably averaged seventy four and a half in tournaments, like. Okay, yeah. okay for D3 golf. And he used to sit in the caddy shack at work and just be like, yeah, I, I only play worst ball scrambles by myself and, you know, consistently shoot under par because my dispersion is just so tight. And one day I was just like, buddy, what the fuck are you talking about? It's like you, your low tournament scores is 73 uh, or 70. I think it was 72. Like he was a consistent like 72 to 76 kind of guy. And he's out here saying that he's shooting worst balls rounds in the 60s. See, that's the thing is like, (laughs) you're so funny. Um, Like the 85s you shot all all in Houston. Um, But anyway, my thought about this is I haven't ever played like a full worst ball scramble because every time I play a worst ball scramble, I'm like playing okay. And then I get to like one hole and then I hit like hit it out of bounds and then I start fucking freaking out. Well, and then I'm like, okay, that's the then whole I got challenge. It. No, but I'm saying like, it just boggles my mind. Like, I just feel like Rory's the guy who's gonna miss like three putts. Like, he's gonna miss a lot of putts. He's yeah, not. I mean, there's no chance that guy makes like two, three footers in a row. Yeah, that. that's that's the really tricky thing about worst ball scrambles is you have to hole every putt twice. Yeah. And I just don't see Rory doing that. I guess yeah, it's not I under don't pressure. Think the four-time major champion can make a couple of putts. Either. I guess it's. I, I mean, under what's the pressure, man? Yeah, I, I really don't know why you're so riled up about this topic. <laughs> I thought it was I a pretty know. reasonable quote. <laughs> I actually saw that quote and I was like, oh, cool. <laughs> yeah, I have. <laughs> no, I, I, you know what? I'm trying to be a little bit more controversial. Um, but I just Clearly. think that's, yeah, I think that's a very, I, I just, today have been fucking absurd. I want to see Rory do it. Like, I, I'd love to see him televised doing that. That's all. I think the chain, I don't, well, they don't televise though. Let's 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 DM Rory and just be like, <laughs> "Hey, we need a live stream of you playing a worst ball scramble." I we'll agree. come out. We'll come out. We'll record the whole thing. We'll get some commentary going. And yeah. Do you think I could beat Rory McIlroy in a worst ball scramble? He plays a worst ball scramble. I play my own ball. Don't know. No. No. No, because he's probably shooting at worst, like two over on a pretty tough course and you're playing with Rory McIlroy, you're not going to, yeah, I'm probably going to shit myself. Yeah. <laughs> I get so, to, yeah, choose, I no. get to play old Richard. You'd probably, he'd probably say a lot. Oh, I might. You'd probably become rock hard and that be was, like, I have to go. Small, I wouldn't be like, able to fluff my lies as much, or maybe we'd both be able to fluff our lies. I don't know. Can we talk about Jackson's this. attempt at a Rory accent? That was, I mean, that was the most Australian sounding yeah, Rory I've ever seen. Yeah, a little seen. too Australian. Rory, Rory, 
Rory. <laughs> Shrimp on the barbie, Rory. Rory McElroy. I actually, I actually did love um, when Rory was taking that embedded ball relief on 18, and you had to listen to him talk to Rory Sabatini. It was just funny hearing them call each other Rory. Rory. <laughs> 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 Rory, uh, Rory stick together. Maybe that should be another shirt. We get both Rory's on a shirt. <laughs> another quick comment about the Patrick Reed thing was that uh, Patrick Reed was playing with two really young nobodies, and I bet you if he was playing like first off Lanto Griffin or Xander, like I'm I'm curious as to. If he wasn't with two nobodies who wouldn't have called him out, like I, I'm just curious if anybody would have, or if they're all just talk, or if they would have actually done something. Yeah, it's it's a pretty pretty tough position to be in when you're as playing partner. Like how the how the like, talk, what, you're what, just, what can you say about? They're that? just happy to be playing the weekend. Like they they don't they don't want to do anything to anything to like fuck up their name or anything like that. Do you do you remember who was in his group? I I can't. I, I it was like Sam Will Burns Gordon and Sam Burns. No, no, these are two players you would have never heard. It's like well, I know something Will Gordon. Gordon. Was it Will Gordon? Yeah, Will, Will I think it was Will decent. Gordon and um. But but still, like most listeners won't know this guy's name. I can't remember that guy. I swear name. it was Sam Burns. I don't. I, I'm pretty sure it wasn't Sam Burns. I mean, yeah, Sam Burns not not super notable, but like. It's it's a very tough position to be put in when you're playing with Patrick Reed. How, um, like he's a top ten player in the world. How do you call him out on that? Like like what if Brooks Robbie was in Shelton? That? Brooks is yeah exactly. Like Brooks would have like this is a whole different whole different situation on ten if Brooks Kepka and like uh, Bro- let's do Brooks and Lano. Like if those two were in it, the final round. That's where I got confused. Yeah, I, uh, I, I wouldn't have been surprised if Brooks were in the group. He probably, probably would have said something. I don't think, I don't think anybody would have said team. anything because I don't think PJ pros really like want to get into people's business on the course. They're not trying to like they literally it's only Patrick care about their own Reed. game. I think I think enough people dislike Patrick Reed on tour for yeah. them to get involved. Yeah, it's like consensus hate. I'm just saying, like I wouldn't. I think me personally, like I, no matter who's playing, I just sort of, like really don't give a shit. Like I, I'm gonna stick to my. If there's a rule, but if you're, there, if you're like a big name in golf and you'd consider yourself like a leader in golf, like Brooks Koepka, Rory McIlroy, is Rory I, a leader? I, I don't. Yeah, <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah, I would. I would. I don't. I just. I don't think. At the very least, I highly doubt they wouldn't at least do something post round about the situation. Which yeah. they probably would have at least at the very least. I also can't believe excited. I can't believe Nick just asked if it was uh, a Rory, who is nicknamed the Prince of Panavidra, is is a leader. <laughs> never never seen him lead a team. He's the post, <laughs> he's the poster boy of the PJ tour. He has never led a team to a Rory. championship. Yeah. He's never led a team to a championship. All I remember is that Rory McIlroy PGA tour only had one stint and just <laughs> went <laughs> That's all I'm saying. No tiger. He's not a tiger. Never will be. Well, we got the waste next week. This is um, kind of. I personally like not. I'm not a big fan of the waste management. 
Uh, I think it's a really boring I love couple the of days. If if it wasn't for like the last three holes, I would say it was. It's a pretty boring or tournament, but it, it's it's one of those like it the atmosphere, like the crowd, yeah. it, like that's what makes it. Yeah. Oh, the it's it's all about the atmosphere at the waste management and. I mean, it's it's obviously not going to be the same this year, so yeah, I I can't say I'm too excited about this year's waste management. But I just I like 15, 16, 17, 18. Just play yeah. those four holes those are great for holes. the entire eighteen. Yeah. <laughs> you really are. That's when like you're it's it's Rory McIlroy. You fucked around the whole the whole uh, you know first fourteen holes. You got the final four holes, and you're like. Four strokes off the lead, and you know you're going five under on the last four. Because it, not because it's, but it's Rory McIlroy PGA Tour, and you're gonna go five under through four on the last four holes. Can you think about it? like I can't picture almost any besides like the first hole because I played P, like two K PGA. I can't think of like any of the holes at that course so besides the, so 15, 16, 17, 18. Very beautiful course, let's say. But yeah, I, I just play to... 15, 16, 17. That's but you can I'm, say that about five, pretty five, much short par four. You could say yeah, that about a lot of courses. Most most like, PGA Tour courses. Like PGA West. No, I, PGA I West other than eighteen. I don't really know any old what's that part three any, with a wall? Is that seventeen? I don't think so. No, no, I agree. Yeah. I uh you brought up the Rory McElroy video game earlier. I the the waste management always makes me think of one of the old Tiger games. I feel like it was like Tiger Twelve, where they had like they had that game mode where you like played all the highlights of Tiger's career, yeah, and, like, his childhood moments. stuff. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The worst, the worst was the challenge where you had to make a hole in one at TPC Scottsdale. Awesome. It it was fucking ridiculous. I've like I still play that game anytime, anytime I'm on vacation because like I only have that game, and I've tried it probably a. I have to, had to have hit a thousand shots on that hole by now, and I haven't made a hole in one yet. <laughs> I, they, I, within, I'm within a foot every fucking time, but they never go in. You know what they need to do to that hole is they need to switch TP. They need to make 16, that par three at TPC Scottsdale, and switch it with TPC Sawgrass 17, Island Green. How crazy! How amazing would the fans be? If it was like that, with an island green ball thrown in the water, just an need I need a hazard. Green. They need they need to make an island green with just just surrounded by stands. So like, if you're not hitting the green and you hit in the wa- and you're not in the water, you're definitely hitting somebody. But that like that's the issue. So I don't that'd think be, that will happen. That'd but, be just uh, the stands <laughs> in the water, just around. Yeah, the hole. exactly. Like that. Yeah. <laughs> That would be actually so sick. Everyone's given like group. a helmet and a couple Advils if you get hit or something. I don't know. Or make an island, make an island green and just have thousands of people swimming in the water. <laughs> oh my god, that would be so. Just, just swim. Just dive yeah, down if, if just, it's coming your way. <laughs> just give them like a life jacket and <laughs> have them have them swim around. That'd be amazing. Kind of like it's like the home run derby. But yes, that's what the that's the atmosphere <laughs> that golf needs. They need to make a bonus hole, the 19th hole at TPC Scottsdale, where they just literally play. Maybe it's like a whoever's got the best score on the 19th hole wins like the 19th hole trophy. That would be kind of funny, the 19th hole. Um, and 
yeah, just people swimming. There's boats, boats in the water. Just by like it's, by... it's home run derby at, in San Francisco. Yeah, <laughs> that's how funny. Cool. Would it? How, how funny would it be though? Like uh, Patrick Reed steps up to the tee and somebody just rolls through like water skiing right in front. <laughs> exactly, that would be hilarious. It would get these guys to. Maybe it would help Rory with the whole pressure, maybe winning tournaments, um, whole thing. So essentially, we're just talking about turning the PGA Tour into a fucking circus. I wish the PGA Tour was a circus. I but mean, on, it, it would be, be entertaining. On the on another note, like home run derby, like they should just play it in AT and T Park in San Francisco every year. But that's just like a whole another topic. But like. But they Dude, really should. They really should. The boats, like, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's fucking sick. When you it's bring up a fair point, <laughs> like things are just better with like water and boats, like any sport. Like yeah, add All star game too. It's just a great vibe. Everyone's warm. Can we have the all star game? Like the NBA all star game is a pool basketball game. <laughs> pool. <laughs> Kind of cool. <laughs> It'd be hilarious. It'd be hilarious. Pool basketball is like sneakily the most competitive sport ever. It'd be kind of funny if they just threw all the NBA all stars into like a lifetime pool with one <laughs> basket that's like smaller than most of them in the water. And be like, all right, <laughs> first what one to twenty one. What if they just made all sports water themed? Like <laughs> <laughs> just every single sport gets switched into water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Nick's, Nick's out here in some podcast talking about how the, the Midwest doesn't get enough love, but then now he's just like, oh, let's make everything water-themed. Yeah, no, I like the water hazards. Oh, God, please give me the 19th hole at TPC Scottsdale. Great idea. You know let's let's have the players roll up to 16 at TPC Scottsdale by going down a water slide. Why oh not? My God, they get to throw. I think the fans should be able to throw like tomatoes or like all oh, they throw their garbage and then they have like the waste management crew coming out and picking that up. But it's just people, the world's largest garbage can. I think that would be. Could you imagine if the 18th hole at any golf course was like it's an elevated green with water surrounding it and you have to like or. I guess you just hit a tee shot, you slip into your trunks, you slide down the water slide, and then, like, after, if you're hot, you can jump in the water with, with the fans. <laughs> you know what? Next time we do, like, we do an episode where we talk about, like, a golf course we would run, I, I'm implementing slides in mine. I think part couple regular slides, couple water slides. Yeah, I Why agree. Are country club 18th holes why isn't why don't they just combine the the country club pools with the water hazards on golf course? Get a lazy river going. <laughs> Could you imagine? That'd be lazy hysterical. <laughs> like, oh, dude, like Ray's Creek at Augusta, just turn that into a fucking lazy river. <laughs> I mean, get more patrons in. People just tubing through there as everyone's trying to play. <laughs> what? Imagine if the TPC Scottsdale, the 16th hole, was actually just the 18th hole, and at the end of the tournament just comes down to, like, maybe they put a hazard and just people are screaming. You're trying to hit a fucking golf shot to win the tournament. Now that's the way golf needs to be played. Screaming fans. They should name Lazy Rivers Players Tournament. TPT. TPT, the Players Tournament. 
Yeah. Oh, the players have, tour because we don't have the players championship already. But this isn't a champion. <laughs> this is a tournament. This is it's it's less r- stressful. There's water parks. There's there's bars. There's cart girls. There's they've got a, there's TV they're just hugs. drinking on the. There's no it. winner. There's yeah. no actual. Yeah, winner. there's it's, no winner. It's just like a, a charity scramble. So you just really want to see a PGA tour event where everyone just goes out and has fun. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, like Kapalua, if they added like cart girls. So. And- so essentially, the winner in your mind is whoever has the most fun. Yeah, it's like it's like that saying: if you had fun, you won. No, it's kind of like they're all winners because everybody had fun. All right, you Gen Z fuck. <laughs> Why don't you hand everyone a participation trophy? That's when. That's what happens when you go to like a, you know, one of your schools. Loyola, jeez, private saw, education. I saw a video where like a stand-up routine where someone was like. God, I hate millennials. Or, I, God, I used to hate millennials so much. I did a Google search. You I'm not a, a stand-up comedian, but that uh-huh. was the line. That was the joke. Everyone's like... Cause it, you did cause a Google he's search? Because he's a millennial, yeah. Oh. Oh. Yeah, yeah no. I think your comedy career, if, if the whole theology doesn't work out... <laughs> I think I should end every podcast with just a bad golf joke. Yeah, or a bad yeah. Golf the, I mean, comedy is all about delivery, and the, the delivery was was poor at best. Mm-hmm. You're like the postman. You. I really just thought there was more coming. Like I, I didn't think you were done with the joke. Yeah. Well, so imagine we're at like a comedy club and you've had a couple drinks. Okay. <sighs> I really hate millennials. I used to really hate them. I did it again, so I'm not even gonna. Nice. I messed it up again. Yeah, so. yeah I think. Uh, Add in the clapter, Steve. Add in the clapter. Quit with that joke. Yeah. <laughs> so, thank you guys for listening to our comedic golf podcast with a with expertise, golf knowledge, and just a twist of comedic flair. Um... <laughs> you know what? I feel like this was one of the weirder podcasts we've had. Yeah. We had I, we had elements where we actually did research and like knew what the fuck we were talking about and then parts where we're talking about implementing fucking water slides on the PGA tour. I mean, <laughs> we're talking about who the says old no. Derby. Who says no to that? Who says no? Yeah, who says no? <laughs> I mean, also, Sean, does anyone say no to unlimited every All-Star break is at AT&T Park if anyone no, no one wants to no. counter that? They can anybody. If anybody wants to counter that, our links are in the description. But I don't think anyone's going to have an issue with that one. Nobody. You know what? Free beer on tour as well. Let's, <laughs> Let's just throw it all. Agreed. I've played in tournaments with free beer. I want it on the PGA Tour. You know what? Let's do one more. Let's do one more before we end the podcast. Let's make the Masters open to the public. It is. <laughs> like, no wait. Like, anybody can go. With everyone just... Just anybody have like two can. million people there. Yeah, anybody can go. Anybody. As many people that can fit. More people than the waste management. Yeah. <laughs> probably, probably great during COVID. I mean, this is a great, great time to implement the just let everyone in. Let's, let's just let's just build grandstands on twelve. Okay. Who says no? Who like, says no? Just build them, build them everywhere on twelve. Make that the loudest hole in golf. Yeah. Again, do you know how do you know how now. fucking nerve wracking that would be if the twelfth hole at Augusta was the loudest hole in golf? They're throwing tomatoes at you, or uh, yeah. pimento cheese sandwiches. If if, if that was the case back when Spieth had his collapse, 
I think he I think he'd be off the tour by now. Yeah, I don't think he'd ever. I don't think I don't he'd think be alive. He'd, no, I don't. I don't think he'd leave his house ever again. Nope, no chance. There's Not. two million people there. There's at least two million people on that hole. I don't think he'd ever be able to step foot so at all, that course. All again. two million are on that one hole. This is the largest attended oh, sport gathering. This has got to be. These have got to be some crazy grandstands. This is. I, I don't <laughs> get. So you're talking about. The largest are they just, gathering. Are they just like, like fucking top. vertical grandstands? You just like take an elevator up to your floor. Yeah, it's and like then a just... hotel. <laughs> All right, <laughs> and somehow it fits two million people. Uh, let's just quickly turn Augusta into a city, but the city's on the golf course. Oh, it's not it's, Augusta. It's, it's, yeah, yeah. Augusta, Augusta isn't a city. No. Yeah, I let's just do. let's just ruin everything good about Augusta and <laughs> do what we want. Let's make it Disney World. <laughs> Let's turn Augusta. So, into let's add a new Disney at Augusta. So essentially, essentially, if if anyone's still listening, what we're saying is, if you want to hire us to design a course, uh, it'll think, be sick. Yeah. It'll it'll be possibly the worst <laughs> golf course in the world, but people will have fun. Yeah. Basically, and, what I'm saying is Disney, Augusta. In my world, in this hypothetical, Augusta is going to become a Disney resort and spa with golf. Nice. Uh, who says no? The resort <laughs> and spa will be the main attraction. Golf's just kind of there. <laughs> Everyone forgets about the course. It's, it's, at a, it's at a water park to make. They bulldoze the, the yeah. They bulldoze the course and they put in the like fifth Disney park. <laughs> um. All right. Well. I think that concludes today's uh, small talk for 10 minutes. Um, as always on the golf balling podcast at the, the last 10 minutes, if you, uh, if, if you stick around. Um, I think that would be the best way to listen to our old episodes is only listening to the last 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah, that'd be a, I don't know if you'd think it's a golf podcast. I'll tell you that. Here's some, you'd hear some fucked up shit. Yeah. Uh, um, all right, so we'll be back here Thursday uh, for episode 90. Woo! Yeah. Ten right. more than we quit. Yep. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. 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 Cheers.